Ocho Cinco. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Hello, and welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Uh, so, to start off, Jeff. Yes. Again, we have been trying diligently. We Last week, I feel like we made progress on the topics file. We yep. made positive forward progress. That's and so, true. we're trying to keep that momentum going. Mm-hmm. Ride the wave. As it will. As, as you... Yeah, as they say in the okay. movie business. Mm-hmm. So let's just go right into it. Let's right. just go right into it and say, put mentally, if you can, put yourself, close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Are you closing I'm your eyes? I'm actually closing, closing my eyes. eyes. Close your eyes. Imagine, use all of your focus and mental agility, which I know you possess great amounts of imagination, Jeff. You are a font of imaginative creativity. I don't like the, where this is going. Imagine yourself... At a party. Okay. You are at a party. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're having a grand old time. Maybe this is one of your fancy New York parties that you go to now. <laughs> Two people are having a conversation that you can overhear. Yes. There are plenty of seating opportunities. There's seats, stools. There's plenty of things they could be sitting on. But instead, they are sitting on the floor. Right near some chairs, just sitting on the floor having a conversation. Good, no good. Um, it's from Hamish Todd, right. one of our classic good no gooders, in fact. Okay, conversation wise, no good. They're not going okay. to be talking about anything you want to hear. Okay, so so comfort wise, okay. I'm a fan of sitting on the floor. Oh, really? I eat on the floor generally. You do? I call them floor eggs. I okay. eat my eggs what? on the floor. What? Really? I do. Every okay. morning, I eat floor eggs. My, it's been driving my mom crazy. Okay, but I. That's a little bit because when I get up, it yeah. takes me a while to get going. I don't want – this isn't fun time with Jeff. Okay. Breakfast. All right. Breakfast is Jeff sits on the floor. Okay. And hunches over and eats his eggs quietly. Why don't so, you sit in a, at a table? Because it is a floor eggs. You sit at the floor and you well, eat your okay. eggs. Well, okay. I know they're called floor eggs, but yeah. you're calling them that because you are sitting on the floor. Yes. Not, the eggs do not cause the sitting on the floor. It's the no. other way around. So why did you decide the first time to sit on the floor and eat the eggs? Oh, I don't know. I've sat that way for a decade. Are you least. serious? Yes. I always sit on the floor for breakfast. You just like to stay low. I like, stay yeah, low. Uh-huh. Now, you're a tall individual. So mm-hmm. is this your way of getting in touch with the ground at the beginning of the day? It's probably so I stay keeping it real. Okay. So like I, I keep... Where the little people sit. Yeah. Where the yeah. little people are. <laughs> I see. You don't just see in touch with the, the one. But no, I feel like that conversation is going to be terrible. Okay, now right. why is that? Could it just be a conversation between two people who, like yourself, enjoy sitting on the floor? No, because I don't. I don't sit down to talk. I only sit down to eat eggs. So if someone was talking with you, you'd stand back up again. Yeah, if somebody tried to engage with me, I'd be like, "All right, let's, let's go, go to the sit table. at the table." Okay, yeah, okay. right. It's so like what, solitary mind, time. What did you think that the two people would be talking about? You seem like you I had feel them like right. you'd be talking. You'd be down there talking about sandals, like, oh, and, okay. and like right. you'd be talking about that. Okay, you'd be talking about. I figured the first words out of their mouth would be like, "So my acupuncturist is really good." That's what <laughs> that was. What my mind when I thought of like two people sitting on the floor talking is like, yeah. Let me show you this. Right. I have I have flat arches. Oh, you do sun pose. Yeah. I do sun pose as well. Don told me a funny story at a party last night. Okay. Where there was a guy that was kind of hitting on her. Okay. And he was not really Wait, good. But you're, you weren't in New York last night. No, no. There was it was a work party. So you mean she told you a, about yes, a party yeah, yeah, last yeah, night, not at I, a I party I didn't see last night. this right, happen. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. So anyway, he's been hitting on her all night, and he, she okay. was just like, ah, oh, whatever, okay. um, ignoring him. But 
while he was dancing, so he there was dancing, and they're they're at a bar, okay. and she's sitting at the bar. Okay, he would dance right behind her on the bar and keep bumping on her with, the bar. No, no, he's on the edge of the dance floor okay. bar area, right. but keep. Bumping into her with it with his butt, like mm, oh mm, yeah, backing back in, dancing, he was backing into her, but kind of backing into he got her, back into it, backing into That's her. That's the thing. And I was like, so did that work? And she's like, no, it didn't. <laughs> so here's so, the thing. I mean, were... if I may, mm-hmm. there are only really two primary sides to a human. So if front isn't working, you got to go backwards. I that's see. the logical conclusion. It's if just, front wasn't that. working, you got to well, back into it. Well, there's four directions. Like you could sidle you, in. You, you, you can sidle like, in. Like if you. Face the person yeah. and try to talk to him, and it's not working. Right. Then you try turning around. Okay. And then you wait for them to turn oh, around. Oh, right. There's a pair. There's you, four pairs. You there's can say four like, directions. But you can't control. There's only two directions you can control. Yes, that's right. Because they can. Well, no, but you can kind of wait until and then the pounce. pounce. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like, and forwards. Right. All right. So people having conversation on the floor, no good. No that's good. Your, okay. Yeah. So again, uh, I want you to sort of. Use your mental facilities, sir. Because mm-hmm. as you know, good, no good is about you putting yourself into the, in the situation. Having empathy. And making a yes. judgment about what is happening. So imagine yourself in the situation where you have entered a store in which browsing is a possibility. So you are going to a store, not like a tanning salon where there's only one thing you can do. Right. right? But in a store that has merchandise or things available that you can peruse. But the people who are working at this store would like to follow you around and watch what you are looking at before you buy them. Now, they haven't necessarily commented, but they're looking. Good, no good. Now, the easy thing to say is no good. Okay. Like, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of sketches about, like, people, like, can I help you? Can I help you? Can I help you? Can I help you? In this case, now, the thing that made this good no good interesting was that they actually literally just said watching you. Right. The, the exact text is having the shop assistants follow you around and watching you when you check the items before buying them. He didn't even say they engage. Because I think I asked you before about engagement. And this is like, this is a tough, of all the good no goods we've had, this one is particularly difficult because I don't know what he's getting at here. I think... I'm going to call that good. Holy and here's shit. why. All, All right. right. Okay. I think it's good. Okay. Because I imagine myself in a situation mm-hmm. where I'm looking around yeah. at stuff. Yeah. And I get I get confused. You do. And there's okay. like a lot of stuff. And yep. usually like if it's a closed place, right. there's music playing. Okay. Sometimes there's even lights in right. these fancy places. Yep. I might go straight up to the women's clothing okay, and start like, oh, this shirt's probably fine. Right. It would fit you. Yeah. And and I'm a thin person. You are. And it would just be like a plunging neck or something right, right. when I got home. Yeah. I think they should be watching out for you. Okay. I think they okay. should be just okay. like, all right. are you buying something for your girlfriend? Right. You'd be like, oh, shit. Are you serious? Right. And then I'd go over there. So you also would like them to maybe approach you with a – non-accusatory phrase that lets you know you're in the fucking women's section. So they, I, you, like that one you just said was a perfect example. Oh, can we help you find something for your wife or girlfriend? Yes. Right? I, Instead of like, yo, idiot, you're in the women's section. You're like, you could, oh. 
I wouldn't even mind that, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. I just you don't want to buy help. it by accident. Okay, I, I okay. just need help at places where there's – so I there's two okay. things I'll say about okay. this. I had a mental breakdown at a furniture store once. You did? Oh, I had a full meltdown. I did not know that. Yeah. I don't remember this. We Don took me to go look at furniture. Okay. And I was like, I don't like buying furniture. Okay. Okay. Why don't we hire a designer? Okay. And, and you were like, kidding when you said you didn't like it, apparently. Yeah, and so I got there, and then they're starting to bring fabric samples of this thing, yeah. and like I yeah. finally like I went into full like Rain Man, rocking my head. Are like, you serious? I just want to go, and like just to the lady. You're like, I'm the, sorry, I need to leave right now. I need to leave so, right now. So yeah, because I hate having to envision something. Like, okay. here's a couch. Okay. Envision it not brown but gray. Right. And not on a green rug but a black rug. Right. Oh, and the surface texture is not going to be this It's way. different. It's going to be smoother. And, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Here's a six-inch square for you to <laughs> to see what it's going to be like. <laughs> right. Right? Right. In, in a book that kind of folds out so you don't even – you can't even really – it's just bent. The book right, is full right. of fabric samples right. of all that they can put on there. Right. And they kind of like, eh, and pull it out and then have you look at it. I prefer a full service shopping experience where like, they're like, this is what you should get, sir. Okay. They ask me a few questions I, right. and, and they just say, this is it. Don't even, yeah. don't look at everything here. All right. Do not, wa- do not browse. Don't right. even get in browse. Right. I'm like, okay. so if I go in there and they're looking at me. And I look lost. I want them to come up and say, what do you need? I'm like, I need a jacket and I need a shirt for a thing tonight. Okay. It's semi-fancy. Okay. And I don't know what to get. Okay. And they just tell me what to get. Now, yes, you get occasionally. You get the rare love. Yeah. It happens. Oh, it happened. I remember. But it, it. Is, the, it, is, it is the price you pay. You'd rather have that than the alternative. The uncertainty is so stressful for me. And here's the reason exactly why. Psychologically, it's better for me if I buy something that somebody told me to buy and it sucks. Because I go, they're an idiot. It's their fault. It's their fault. You can externalize the blame. If if you bought it. And I put it in and it's like, oh my God, it's purple in this room. Like... It's all on me. It okay. was n- there's no one else to blame. Okay. So, so I want a fear that. of failure almost that you can you can avoid by knowing that there is someone else responsible for this mistake. Yeah, because I'm not the type of person that when they fail that I go, "Oh, well, shucks." Okay, you can't handle it. No, I just be it. like, "You know what? I'm wearing this fucking shirt wow. anyway." So you you it's a hair shirt, literally. It's like a hair shirt. Yeah, we're putting on a shirt that reminds you of how you have sinned. Yes, and that's that, exactly. And, right. and yeah. so I don't like that. Yeah. So I prefer a situation where uh, I walk in. If I start browsing, you come in and help me. Please help me. So this is interesting. So it, uh, I have a different problem with shopping for safe okay. furniture, which is that for me, shopping for furniture is is like one of the most depressing experiences because <laughs> I actually have the opposite problem. I look at something. I look at this place, wherever the thing I'm right. shopping for, the apartment, let's say. I know exactly what it should look like. I'm like, I can tell you exactly what I want in here, down to the millimeter, okay. what I want in here. 
And so when I go shopping, you can't just find that exercise in finding the thing that is the least shitty approximation for the thing I actually right. wanted. Right. Okay. Which fucking blows. Yeah. Right. You just go there and you're like, yep, this is a couch that has 50 things wrong with it that I can tell you right now what they should have been. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I can't have that thing. Now I have had one time, one time in the history of life when that didn't happen to me. And that was in Japan. <clears throat> oh. So in Japan, I went to a place called Toyo Kitchen Space. <laughs> that is what it's called. It was okay. just, I was just in Kyoto, walking around. It was Ginger and I. <coughs> We're walking around. I don't know why we went in there, but we just went into Because she likes design shops and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So we just went into this place called Toyo Kitchen Space. And it's like that we have here. Now... If you go in to a kitchen store, like a, a one of you're these talking high, like, a, like a high end kitchen store, you know the okay, kind of William Sonoma. No. Okay. The Sir Latob. That no, the kinds that sell the furniture. So you know when you go into one of those places, like dishwashers. <sighs> What's a furniture? How to explain it? So in Seattle, maybe they don't have that, these out here in Kirkland or something. In Seattle. There's a number of these places, and I forget what their names are, but they're basically like these high-end European sort of places. You go in, and they're like, oh, let's show you all. Of the, here's the fancy tub and the fixtures for the tub. Okay. And, and here's the kitchen sink and the different faucets for the kitchen sink and this sort of Okay. Stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, sure. You've never seen a place like this? Yeah, I've seen you walk they're around. They're like you go in, and you have, you have a discussion with the person about planning the kitchen that's right for you okay there's a ca- you sit down at a little counter jeff and you talk to them about so the possibilities not- for kitchen you know what i'm talking about they're not really selling sinks there they are demo they're demo spaces the fucking kitchen experience right. you know what i'm talking about right. if you've been in this store you know what i'm talking about if you haven't there's no way you're going to understand it unless you fucking go in one of these all stores, right right i'm with you right it's like and it, and by the way the faucet's five thousand dollars yeah like let's just get that out in the open you're not getting out of here with a faucet less than five thousand dollars okay this kitchen will cost as much as your car. That's just the way that it goes. <laughs> okay. Right? So anyway, there's these places in Seattle. You go in there, and there's nothing. You don't want anything from these. They're just a crap. Like, okay. You go in, and it's like a five thousand dollar faucet where the person hasn't thought about the fact that it, having the nozzle on the faucet higher means that when you wash a fucking dish, the water will go everywhere. Right. Like they haven't even done basic fucking ergonometric design for this kitchen. Right. right? right. So that's what I expect when I go into one of these stores. It's just crap. Like high priced crap. Right. Toyo Kitchen Space, totally fucking different. Toyo Kitchen Space is like walking into the mothership that I imagine is what dropped me on this planet in the first place. (laughs) It was amazing. Like, I walk in, and they have, like, a demo sink there. And it's like they fucking worked out everything about how a sink should be. It's like they took... They were like, oh, you know what? Most of the time, what you do with sinks right is you're preparing things or washing dishes so they're like they worked it out so there are these plates that you just kind of like slot into a notch it's a giant basin first of all which is what i always want for a okay. sink because that's what you these fucking separated sinks where one size yeah, yeah, higher like right. there's all this crap like this just sucks no it's a giant basin and then there's these like plates you can like slot in and they slide back and forth in the sink laterally and they take up maybe a quarter or a third of the sink in total, right? Okay. 
and they can there's multiple layers of them so they can slide you can leave them in and they all would slide over to the side and like telescope into each other basically and they each have different surfaces that are good for certain things so there's one that's like slotted so you can work on it and st- will just drip through to the sink below okay. but it's like a, a working right. surface for you right there's other ones that are like made so they could hold dishes and stuff it's just like you're like holy shit it's like a workspace for my cooking right, right? Okay. it's like you're just like holy shit the, the nozzle is like super positional and it can like hold itself down low so you could wash stuff without having it fucking spray all over the place it, the nozzle can be below the level of the sink line it was like it was amazing I was just like this is fucking amazing could you I, buy one here I don't know but I, I took and scanned all of their materials like <laughs> if I ever have a house I will buy all of my kitchen supplies for this place, right. even if it means going to Japan to shop for them, because they were back. so fucking awesome compared to the crap. That and you everything get here. was like that. Yeah, everything was like. Well, no, they they also had some just like kitchen tables that were whatever. Like they also had just some fancy stuff, but like they're. But they're, they did stoves and all that. Or is it mostly so, plumbing? So I didn't uh, – so one of the problems is I could only directly relate to the things that were obvious because mm-hmm. I can't really read Japanese oh, right. kanji or anything like this. So things like a stove are really hard for me to evaluate in any right. particular way. It was really difficult to tell whether a stove was good or not. Um, and one of the other problems too is, of course, that like uh, I suppose this is difficult since I don't know how much stuff in Japan is even – fitted for right. uh gas in that way right. um earthquakes probably make that annoying too and so on but uh so so yeah it's yeah it's tough to say but the the stuff that i did play with was just fucking awesome that's great. crazy but anyway all right so all right so that has nothing to do with the good no good so yeah. one more for you all right to imagine and this one doesn't really have as much of a lead-in that i can do normally we have a sort of a mental projection this is just a situation good no good Imagine in your head, yes. if you will, close your eyes, picture yourself. You are going to go to, you've decided, you've, you've made the decision yes. to go watch a sporting event. You are going to spectate, Jeff. Okay. You are going to spectate. And you go to a competition where there's a number of events, such as the 100-meter dash, okay. these sorts of things. But everyone in it is, for example... Missing their legs. <laughs> Paralympics. Right. Good, no good. Okay. Chuck V asks, Paralympics, good, no good. And he was not specific. <clears throat> I don't even know what about the Paralympics. Like the fact that they exist. Would you like to watch them? I have no idea. All I know is I'm gonna Paralympics, say, good, no good. Okay. I'm going to say Paralympic, Paralympics. Yes. I'm going to do it from my perspective because that's, that's right. the it's easiest just thing it's to just do. just you. Straight Jeff, Jeff Roberts. I'm going to split this. Okay. Anything where the person is augmented. Yes. Good. Okay. Anything where they're just overcoming natural problems. Okay. Or not just like their issue. Okay. No good. All right. All right. So All right. I don't want to. I understand. I, I understand. want to see guys run on robot legs okay. and blades. Okay. All about that. Okay. I do not want to see. Uh, I, I don't really care to see like the Havsies swim okay. or whatever right. that okay. is, okay. where they're not just they're, just, they're, they're right. good swimmers, All right. but they're not. Okay. I want to see some. 
Okay. So basically... Aug- if, augmentation. So if there were people who, like, ran on their stumps for 100 meters, no good. If they've got robot legs, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, I right. See. If I they see. ran on their hands, right. Not no good. Okay. Yeah, but if so they you, have robot legs okay. or So or, you want to see blade. the Bionic Man. You want to see Robocop. You want to see, like, we rebuilt this dude better than a human yes. when he lost his legs. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yes, all right. Oh, uh, I want to see that kind of so thing. you want, like... Cyborg Olympics yeah. is what you basically. I actually would like that even if they weren't paralyzed. Oh, like if they it. just had Usain just Bolt on yeah, right. kangaroo shoes, right? Right. Okay. So he's oh, right, like right, literally yeah. like crossing. Ring, ring, yeah, ring, exactly. Ring, ring, ring. Yeah, yeah. I want to see okay. that kind of thing. Yeah, aug- augmented Olympics. I like. Yeah, that augmented idea. Olympics. We already have that. I mean, people may poo-poo this, but what the fuck? You don't ski down barefoot. You yeah. put on fucking giant ski things to make you go down yes. the hill faster. Yeah, we don't just, Why don't we have that just, for everything? Yeah, exactly. Why don't we have that? Why don't we have roller skating the 100 meters? It's faster. Right. Yeah, right. I, I actually don't know if it's faster. 100 <laughs> meters, you probably wouldn't be able to get up to speed quick enough. But, the, uh, uh, but certainly the 5,000 5, meters, you, when those guys are going around on the they skates need, and the circles, they, need, they would go so much faster. They need a 100 meters, anything goes. So it's just like strap yeah. a rocket to you, whatever. We whatever just want to see how do. fast you can get a <laughs> right. hundred meters in a roughly straight line. Like you can't be wiggly. Like right. You've got to go straight. Right. But you can do anything else that you want. Anything's allowed. That I want to see. It's like an episode of Jackass yeah. or something. I mean, the general thing of just me being uncomfortable around situations where I have no right. Right. psychological basis right. to handle yeah. is like me. Watching from the stands, I would feel isolated from it, right? Because you're you're removed yeah. enough. But if I was say at a blackjack table at an amputee right. convention, right, I would lose my mind. Okay, it okay, would be okay. nuts, right? Nuts. So you're like, I think the stump is touching me. I, I, think it's touching I, I, me. I would be okay. like, yeah. And then when he put the stump down to right. lift up his yeah, two cards right, in poker, right. I'd be like, right. hit me. Ah! Like, the amount of brain energy would be okay. focused on all okay. that stuff versus the cards. Okay. Like, they take me for everything I okay. have. Right. So, uh, so, that may be what he was trying to get to of, like, uh, of the psychological problem of me dealing with, like, that. Which, yes, is is crazy. Well, I think that's it for good, no goods. We no, you know, people don't send those in uh, very much anymore, which is interesting. Okay, I, I, I would, I would say you are wearing your no good shirt. I am wearing my no good shirt. Yeah. Um. So, I think we're gonna try now because we've got we've got like thirty eight minutes here. Okay. We're gonna try a topic speed round. All right. Best we can do. Chiu, Wanchan's wife. Yes. Meditation. Just wants us to talk about meditation. Okay. Do you want me to let you start? Uh, I, well, we've talked about this before, personally. Yeah, personally, before. but never on, on, never on, uh, right. on the show. Right. Um, there's a lot that meditation encompasses, right? Yes. Certainly quiet thinking time right. is very important, yes. at least for me. Yes. Like I have to think – I have to have quiet and then just be able to think. Yes. Which would fall under the meditation umbrella. Right. The mystical, like, chant, think of nothing, imagine, right. focus on your breath, right. all fucking goddamn nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. certainly being aware of uh, using some of the techniques to calm yourself down when okay. you're angry, where you're like, okay, okay, just breathe, don't go punch the guy. Okay. Like that, I can, I 
I'm totally behind because okay. like you have you chemical processes, do it, but you're behind it. Well, you have chemical processes that you right. sometimes have to keep under control. Right. That being aware of them and mentally focusing on them helps. Right. In fact, I was just reading about that in the Ocho Cinco book before you came in. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I was reading. He had a section where he's talking about how he got his first domestic violence Ooh. Uh, report. Okay, it was his first. Disturbing. Yeah. I don't know if, if if it was his only okay. or his first or what exactly, um, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Well, we've always been there. We've all been there. You know, we're just no, like, we haven't. No. But some of us have. It's true. <laughs> no. So um, the the but the separate thing, yeah. which we've talked with John about, because he is a fan of of yes. longer term meditation, yes. like up to weeks, where you're like yes. spending a lot of right. time. Um, I don't see a lot of. Uh, I think that's a lot of silliness. So um, here's what I will say about meditation. My preference, it is very slow masturbation, in my opinion. My, <laughs> I can get that shit over with. My preference, uh, meditation wise, would be if we had a don't ask, don't tell policy. That'd I be see. my preference with meditation. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, I don't really care if people meditate or not. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't doesn't matter hurt to us. Me. Doesn't matter to me at all. But here's the thing: if you want to tell me the fact that I don't understand meditation we have a problem because you don't know what i do and don't understand about right. mental things we can never be in each other's heads right right so it you pretending that the reason that i don't want to go meditate for like several hours or something is because i just don't understand how what it's like slash how important it is slash whatever is just annoying right. like so let's get past that and just accept the fact that like Let's not talk about this. If I wanted to meditate, I would. The right. fact that I'm not should suggest to you that maybe I, I don't it's retarded. I don't need to understand it in the right. way that you think that I don't understand it or I already do and don't think it's worthwhile. Right. That's what I would say. Yes. So don't ask don't tell would be my policy on meditation. Yeah, and if also meditation Yeah, meditation rapidly gets into the even aside from the people who just do it like, "Oh, I find it to be calming and like uh, uh, I find it to to uh, be good for when I'm in stressful situations, whatever. Okay. But meditation rapidly gets into the metaphysical nonsense of like, no, 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 I, I felt myself the drifting away plane. and floating. And then you're, you're just like, yeah. no, you didn't do anything. You, every single, single bit of that is horseshit. And if you believe it, then you're then – you're, Borderline psychotic, in my opinion. I don't know about any of that, and I don't care. That's my yeah. thing. It's like that is why I want a don't ask, don't tell policy. I don't mind. I feel like I don't mind a, a tell policy because if I hear that of someone, I'm like, I just automatically put them in this other bin. I slide the drawer open that's labeled crazy people, and I place them in and slide the drawer closed. And I will interact with them differently from then on because I'm like, I don't want to trigger the crazy to come out. So I don't think that's true. And the reason I don't think that true that's true is because I do know people who I obviously do have respect for or do have conversations with who do do it. Mm -hmm. And so I don't feel like that's... I basically think of it as just something like equivalent to some things that I do that they probably don't appreciate or find are useful, right? So to me, it's just like... Yeah, it's like whatever. That's but I'm a again, thing. I'm I'm splitting the difference between as soon as somebody says no, 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 wait, you don't understand. When I meditate, I can leave my body, 
and I can feel myself rising in the collective unconscious, I want them to tell me that shit because <laughs> I want them in the crazy drawer. Okay. Because I don't ever want to lend them money or like anything okay. where I'm like – All right. We have to have a rational All right. intera- uh, 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 relationship. Like I know a hundred people that are crazy and I don't have rational relationships with them. It's like, okay. oh, you're just hanging out with them and wacky and silly and drinking, okay. whatever. Right. But you don't ever get in a relationship like okay. we're never going to move in together or okay. we're never going to buy a car and share it like a situation. We won't we won't buy a co-op like these kinds of situations right, where okay. we have to be adults together because they're in a different world than I am. They're in the crazy drawer. And so well, I guess, but also I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of I mean, it would be great if you always only interacted people who were 100% concrete about everything or something like this. But I don't know how realistic that is. I mean, let's put it this way. Hopefully we can both agree. Like, if you were really into meditation, that's certainly no worse or no different than, like, thinking that, like, you know, that God exists or something. Oh, sure, sure. Right? So, like, you're talking about, like, 90% of the world or something like that, right? Oh, uh so at but, some okay, point you so kind of have again. to do business dealings. You can't not no, do business dealings. No, but I have I have the world, right? I have the exact same thing for that, which is you can believe that God exists. Yes. You can pray to him, you yeah. can do whatever you want. Yeah. As soon as you believe you are, he is talking back to you, okay. Into the drawer. Really? Okay, okay. <laughs> because I see. that gets right. crazy quick. Okay. So, All right. Anyway. I'm, just, I'm just saying there's there's like I said, if the mothership comes and takes me back to my home planet someday, I will be the happiest person. <laughs> I really will be. But until Because there will be the best sinks. This is the thing. is like I think that's the part that people don't understand about narcissism is I really would be happy in a world of me. They think that's not true. They're like, oh, no, you would – you know, I mean, like you would – it's like, no, no, re- honestly. If everyone was me, I would be the f- happiest fucking person. I would be so fucking delighted. That just that – is, that is what that means. That's the difference. Hey, Casey. How are you doing, Casey? That, I'm right. doing fine, Casey. Exactly. Hey, Casey. That's Casey. That's the difference between egotism and narcissism. If you are an egotist, you will have a big problem in a world full of you. Right. But if you are just a narcissist – you will be very fucking happy. And that's the thing. I've never really been an egotist. I've always been a narcissist. And I feel like that's a good way to go because we can all, us narcissists, we can have our own thing. Planet of us works great. Everyone's happy. That's awesome. Yes, things are maybe not going that great because we have a lot of faults and they cause problems. But we love each other. They amplify. We love each other. That's the thing. Like you have this ocean that no one gets near. Yeah. Right. The oceans. Yeah. The oceans are really no, terrible. We have no, no idea what's over sea. there. There's Everything, no travel by no, sea. Nothing. Everything was the what Tigris and Euphrates. When the continents split apart, wherever the people were, that's where they were. That's like that's it. You're not changing. Casey you Town. Do, yeah. Is isolated. Yeah. All right. I would love to. I, yeah. That's a good mental project. Like Casey, the world of Casey would be such an interesting. I don't know what. The, <laughs> there'd be no sports. What an amazing world that would be. A world free of sports. And no commercials. The world would be so cool. No sports and commercials. I'm I'm getting excited just thinking about what how awesome that world would be. Right? That would be great. That's awesome. Okay, so moving on from meditation. Okay. Um because we're speed rounding. Yes. Don Nijs. I don't know how to pronounce that at all. And he didn't tell D-A-A-N us. D A A N space N I J S. 
more extensive process design in daily life. And he's referring here, I believe, to the thing where I was talking about how I had different laundry baskets set up for yeah. quick swapping. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. So he's wondering if we have any other tips, like ways to optimize things you do like in daily life that was kind of a, a programmery, sort of an algorithmic yeah. way. And I don't know because I felt like we sort of said the ones that we have. I'm trying to think if I've got any other money Well, in there. let me talk about uh, – I can talk about something specific, okay. which is like more of a, a, a way that you live okay. when you live around optimization. Okay. And that is you will be placed occasionally in weird situations. Okay. Like I am technically homeless right now. You are. Because yeah. my other place sold before the new place is ready, yeah. so I have two weeks. Yes. And so I'm going back to New York tonight. Yeah. But in the meantime, yeah. I had to stay at my mom's. Yes. Okay. And so – I'm in an unfamiliar environment with things where I don't know where anything is. Right. Okay. So I have to deal with that in the way in, – in, in my way. Right. Right. And so there's a whole bunch of stuff that isn't the way I would like it. Right. Bedrooms upstairs, washer and dryer uh, downstairs, the fridge is downstairs, the sinks. So you – there's a lot of going up and down the stairs. Right. And so – what I found today, mm -hmm. like when you called and said, I'm already at RAD, right. you need to get here. I'm like, right. shit, I got to do a lot, a lot of stuff quickly. Okay. Uh, you quickly plan out all of the things that you do on both floors okay. that you need to do to get ready. Okay. Where the things are. Okay. And so I would do things like, all right, first thing, I got to go into my bedroom and I get the socks and I set the socks on the bottom of the stairs. Then from there, I go directly to the fridge and I get out like the, the, the little supplements. I, I see. Take. Yeah. Then I go over to the sink, drink the things, put the supplements into a different drawer. Right. Close that drawer. Yeah. Go back out there on the way, my shoes. I pick up the okay. shoes. I put the <laughs> shoes back next to my socks. Okay. I go back upstairs. Okay. Put my clothes, get, like, All right. change out of All jammies, right. go downstairs, grab the socks and shoes, which are next to the mics, yep. and go out the door. Okay. As far as I can tell, there was no wasted effort that okay. I would not have had to you do like things in, 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 in an order that would have caused me to go up and down the stairs an extra time. time. So that's one thing. Were you feeling pretty that's, proud of that, 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 that was a good moment of Jeff. Okay. Here's a bad moment of Jeff last night. When I am thinking about going to the airplane. Okay. Today. Today. So you do the thing where you're like, I'm leaving at nine. I got to be there at eight. We got to be there at seven. Right. I gotta, da, 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 that means I got to eat. Ginger calls that the work back. Like she does. Like, yeah. I do okay. The work, the work back. back. Right. She goes like, okay, minus five. She's she's the master at that. She's always right. like, yes, yeah, so we need to leave her at seven thirty-two. All right. I'm so like, I do the work back. Yeah. Because it's like it's an optimization problem. Yeah. But like. I'm stressed out because there's a lot of things that are in flux. Right. I have a lot of things that right. are just like, I don't know, like yeah. when when we hadn't decided when we were going to podcast today, right. all that stuff. Yep. So I work it out and I'm like, all right, so we just, we got to eat at five. Yeah. And then I go, okay, so the airplane leaves at nine. Yeah. So I got to be a bit eight. So yeah. I do the work back all again. Yeah. And I get, okay, it's five. It's at right. five. It's right. at five. We start watching a TV show about 15 minutes later. It's like, wait, I leave at nine. Okay. And I did the work okay. back probably okay. nine times. My mom yeah. was like. Why do you keep you? You've done that and come up with five, like just write down five, like six right. times. And I'm like, note. it's just, I, I, it's just what I have to do to like. It's the only thing I can order yes. right now. Everything else is I can't, 
I have no idea what's going to happen between now and five. So this really thinking about how orderly that's going to be is satisfying. So yes. just let me do it. And I just continued. So that's the bad part. Okay. Yeah. So my, I, I don't, I thought of one for this. I, I don't know that I have that many. So one that I thought of is when cooking, a lot of times I will, if there's recipes that I've done multiple times, like things that I like to cook, I will start to try and optimize the number of like things that are involved, like the pots or utensils, okay. to try and get it down to the smallest yeah. number of things, yeah, including weird shit like, oh, the pasta finishes, so I put it out into the strainer, but then I make the sauce in the thing, yeah. and I can do that fast enough that the pasta doesn't get cold, then I put it back into the thing, you know, so that I get it down to like the one pot solution. If I can get things down to one pot, I'm usually pretty psyched. Right, things like this sort yes. of stuff. Oh, wait, you use that spoon. Like, there's there's contamination order. Like, once that's been in the sauce, it can't be in this. So you always use this spoon in the sauce last, and do the other thing with the spoon right. first. You can't do the meat if you do the meat after the vegetables. You don't have to wash the knife. Right. There's like all these things like that. Right. So I did that when I was moving out on Tuesday. Yeah. I was like, all right, I've got Tuesday morning, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Yeah. All I have to do is that. So I'm like, all right, yeah. I pull one steak. Out of the okay, thing for dinner. Yeah, right. I I pull out. I have the eggs ready. I have an egg pan. My cook. My normal pan. Two plates. Two knives. No, I'm sorry. Two paper plates. Yes. Two paper bowls for the eggs. Two knives. Do this. It's perfectly planned out. Yes. Everything else got packed up. Okay. Cooked everything. So I cooked the steak the first night, and it. And it becomes rapid. It becomes immediately obvious that I cannot cut the steak with the plastic knife. I'm like, ew, 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 ew. And I'm not making any progress. You just got to turn. Just, just so turn I'm like, fuck. And so, yeah, yeah. So I pick it up yeah. and I'm doing it. It's dripping everywhere. Yeah. So I have extra well, napkins. Have, okay. And then I put that away. Yeah. Next morning, I go and I go to make the coffee and I'm like, I've left no cups. Oh, I forgot one of the steps. Yep, yeah. My opt- I optimized yep, it right out. Yeah. So I had this, uh, you remember the money drawer full of change? Yeah. For like, I took <laughs> yeah. that down to the Coinstar and it was yeah. awesome. I love okay. Coinstar. Yeah. But it was two huge cups full of money. You did not. So I'm like, I don't have, so I, can I drink out of that dumped shit. the, oh my I dumped God, the dude, change you know out. how much shit is in there? I That's wa- why you got sick. No, I washed it many times. You cannot wash away the stuff that was in there. There I, are things in there that mankind has never seen before. I washed There's it. There's shit in there that's now, like, now it's the a CDC plastic, doesn't even know what it is. It's a plastic cup, by the way. Yeah. So I do the, the, the coffee oh. and the, and the, and it, it, the plastic cup kind of goes, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, so I stop the coffee. This is not good. And then do a little more coffee, stop it. So my the cup kind of did this like weird like <laughs> pottery thing. Oh, God. You need to spin it. And then I dr- drank it, cleaned it out, put the money back, took that. So, yeah, there's it's it's hard trying to – it's hard, I think, sometimes when you are, are always trying to do that. And you're in a play, and you're and you're yeah. not in your in your it's comfort right. zone. It's like anything with coding, you know. You yeah. do something with the yeah, first, you're the like, first, oh, this if is you're not something you do very often. Right, you're right, like, oh, right. This I is C sharp. Yeah. I had a C sharp kitchen situation. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'll tell you one thing that that I do that's bad process optimization wise that I I do a lot, like way more often than I would prefer. Which is that, uh, and this is probably because in programming, I'm used to this not being a problem. In programming, right, like if I'm going to make modifications to something, 
the existing one is still running. So like, you know, like if I ship a version of my product, I can ship another version of the product and I don't have to worry about it being running continuously the whole time. I can right. just, you know, so the order in which I make changes is not that important, but that's not how life works at all. Right. So what I often find myself doing in life is I'll like think very, I'll use the programmer skill of thinking through all of the possibilities and selecting ones based on a set of like criteria to like, okay, I figured out what the optimal solution is. Right. So it'll be something like, you know, oh, I worked all this stuff out and I'm like, okay, the optimal solution is right. Like recently or whatever, I'll be like, okay, you know, I, I need to get office space in the office space. I need this desk, this chair, this set of computers set up this way. Like here's, I got it all worked out. I'm like, okay, this is how this needs to be. Now, I disregard the fact that that won't be ready for like two months, right? <laughs> In the meantime, a bunch of shit will happen like I sell my chair because right. I don't need the chair anymore. That's not part of the, the end right. goal. And then I'm not, I have nothing to sit on. Like right. that is very, very common. Like I don't plan for the interim stages at right. all. It'll just be like, yeah, I'm, why is Casey sitting on the floor computing yeah. or whatever the fuck? It's because he neglected to think about the fact that until he actually got the office space, maybe he shouldn't sell all of his office yeah. equipment because he doesn't need it anymore or something like this. Right. Yeah. That, that's that is a, very that happens a lot. Yeah. Because very, you very think common. that, I, and I don't know if this is programmer, but you feel, or engineer or just modern person, you think that everything happens instantly. Yes. So you're like, oh yeah, get rid of that, and we'll get a new one. And it's yes. like, oh, the new one doesn't come for six months. Yeah. So you're like, wait, that, that that's not a thing. Yeah. They're like, no, yeah, they have to make it. And you're like, it's like no, I that's got, not I a need thing. It now. I got I, rid I, of my own. I do on. Yeah. Yeah. That's very very common yeah. for me and bad. Yeah. All right. So okay. Next. Moving on. Richard Mitton, mm -hmm. in fact. Mitton. Mitton. Um, would like to know if Jeff could bitch about WinRT some more. Oh. I suspect that Mitton must have been bitten by RT himself and is like would like to vicariously rant through you, Jeff Roberts, because he doesn't feel like he has gotten enough of it yet. Well, now I've never so used much. WinRT, so I can't participate, unfortunately. Yeah. I've only heard that it's horrible, but I don't actually know. Well, in the awesome thing now yeah. is the thing that bit me recently is right. like somebody asked for an 8.1 right. version of the DLL. Okay. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Our DLL is the same. You're right. And they're like, no. Oh. No. You have to, you have to now. Don't be silly, Jeff. Right. You, nowadays, yeah. when you go to Windows 8.1, right. they change the C runtime. Of course they did. And all of the, like all of the user uh you know user 32 the version of that i okay. don't know what it's windows assembly i think it's called okay. is also version oh good yeah good job guys so you cannot ship a dll so i'm like all right fuck okay so i just link with that and they're like no no it also requires visual studio 2013 which is in beta oh good oh. at the time i don't oh. maybe it's released good. now i yeah. assume it is it's 14 it is, yeah. so yeah so i'm like all right so i install that now, in 8.1, yeah. they now don't have a platform SDK. It, it, okay. or, I, I'm sorry, in the 2012, they don't have a platform SDK. Okay. It comes as part of Visual Studio. Now. Okay. You can't even select where it goes. It goes okay. into program files. Right, that's a good place right. for it. So you need in your link that line. It's not a program. And you need in your link line, like, program files, yeah, right. x86, yeah, Microsoft, yeah. Yeah. Microsoft SDKs, <laughs> yes. Windows, yeah. and these are so many slides. 7.0A or whatever the And then it's yeah. like 7.0A. Yeah. And, 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 and so I'm like, all right, 
fuck, that's retarded, but yeah. like, yes, my link line is right. now astronomically long. Yes, yes. So then I'm like, all right, in 8.1, I just go and set that to one. They're like, no, in 8.1, they changed the entire layout okay. of that. They're like, okay, now it's not under Windows. It's like Windows SDK slash Windows Store. Th- and they changed the whole outlet. Right. They're like, all right, that's fucking retarded. Yeah. I don't want to fucking deal with this. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Go to build my stuff, and it's like, it fails now because it rewrites the directories where the other shit used to be. <laughs> so it like, the act of installing Visual Studio 2013 right. reorganizes the platform layers awesome. into a new format. Awesome. So none of my shit ran. Okay. So I'm like, God damn it. Yes. So I put all that back in there. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Finish it all done. Yeah. Get it all finished. The entire DLL is identical, <laughs> except for like three. The code gen changed a very few set of functions. 90% of a hex diff was identical. <laughs> it was mostly just the like, and, and my initial plan was I would take the Windows 8 one, write a program that just rewrote oh, the thing, yeah. but they changed it from... Microsoft library or Microsoft runtime library 1.2 right. dot lib right. or DLL to Microsoft library app. So they added okay. letters so you couldn't you can't hex just edit romp it. it. Yeah. So great. So yep. it's actually a completely guys. new project. You yep. have to build them. Oops. I have to build them both. I had to go back, change the old one to build with that one. Oh, and yeah, God they're completely it. different for no reason. I didn't. And remember, I'm not shipping an app. This isn't right. like... It's just a DLL. This you just is a link with... Some, and, yeah. and I have like three hooks to the outside world. I have right. very minimal exposure. Right. But it's like, hey, I do need to create a thread. Yep. And that's part of the thing that needs its version. So, yeah. Welcome to the shit. Fucking Microsoft. And oh, it's no idea. Controlled flight into Oh, terrain. there's one more awesome thing. Yeah. And I haven't fixed this yet. Yeah. They... Change somewhere along the line, they change the linker so that when you call the linker is a subprocess that gets called from link.exe. Okay. So if you call 10 links from 10 threads, which I do in our build system, okay. they block because it all goes to the one link. And what? you're like, that sucks. You're retarded. Email them. I'm like, why would you change this? Like, like I used why to. Did they all do the that? links used to happen simultaneously. Now it's like. Why did they do that? I have no idea. No Fucking idea. Fucking A, man. So, like, all of the links go through a link process. That makes I even no experimented sense. with this, like, renaming the thing so that maybe I could get two of them. But, like, it launches a process that it then communicates Okay. To. You're like, all right, that's retarded. Um, at least for things like Xenon and Durango, they get their own linker. So, Windows overlaps with the other platforms. Okay. But if you're just okay. building Windows, it's really right, annoying. Right, I just right, get right, right up right, to right, the link right. and then it waits. Right. Um, and I use link time code generation. Maybe if you don't use that, it wouldn't, but who knows? Yeah. Anyway, the awesome thing that just changed is because they build different versions of the, all the compiler and the linker for every output. So there is a directory in, Uh, in VC bin, one that has CL link, all those tools for x86. Okay. There's another directory for x64. Okay. There's also an x64 that can build 32. What? You know, so you can build that. And then finally, there's ARM. 
Link all that shits in in there. So if I build, why the fuck? What they is, don't they don't have make one, any goddamn sense? Don't even get me started. They're all completely separate executables. It's code gen. Why would you need another? Uh, no idea. Okay. Yeah, okay. I have no idea. So the awesome thing here uh, is now when I run the ARM at the same times the Win32 is running. Yeah. One time in a hundred, and I can't get the right thing to happen enough okay. to track down what's happening. Okay. It the ARM one blocks on the X sixty four, and I get this error of like the PDB for ARM is unavailable because you're using the X eighty six compiler. Even though I'm like, I'm looking what? in process manager, and and I'm like, no, it ran the ARM one, but it got linked it. Indirected into the process that did the linking was oh, the other for one somehow. Fuck's sake! One man. time in like a hundred, and so I re- I build. If I get it, I'm like fuck, and I do full build, just hit it again, and it happened. God. So damn, yeah, man. that's just amazing engineering all the way around. That company needs to fail out of this industry. They really need to fucking fail. I, out the the, the thing of having multiple com- like I can understand like you have 32 and 64 bit compilers, sure, because like not not for the output, but like hey. Based on the host that yes. you're running on, yeah, it makes no sense to have multiple ones for, for the, the output. Yeah, yeah it makes that's no sense like, whatsoever. Ugh. That's completely ridiculous. Yes, yeah, it's nuts. I mean, I guess the one. So, the the yeah, I'm just trying to think. Like, I assume it's because like the x86 one has been so tweaked that nobody wants to touch it. So uh, they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's uh, just yeah. uh, we just leave that one alone, right? Um, but yeah, I have no idea. They're probably because, you know, they're like, well, to get this compilation speed up, it all needs to be, like, tightly, you know, coupled through the whole pipeline. And you're like, you guys know you're the slowest compiler, right? Like, It's bananas. Well, I guess they're not the slowest. GCC is slower than them still. Yeah, I don't know. Clang fucking annihilates Clang is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Clang, I always think something broke because it's, like, scrolls faster than it Right, it's just, like, bang. And you're like, wait, that takes, like, 10 seconds in BC. And Clang is just like, you hit return and it's done. And you're like, no, that's just what happens when you're not an idiot and you write the compiler. Yeah. All right. Next topic. Oh, Microsoft. It's a. It's it's worse. I'm actually going to do a post on oh, Windows when 8 sucking? Uh, sometime soon. Of okay. like, here are the ten things I think they should fix. I have I have a list of eight, and I'm waiting for two more. Well, so the th- but I I still think that we need like Microsoft needs to go away. I'm uh, let's be honest. People need to be more serious about this. I say it all the time. It's like people need to be more serious about them going away because if they don't. We're in big trouble. Like, yeah. if, if they, if you keep allowing them to make decisions for the PC industry, there will be no PC industry. Like, I think that's really actually pretty true. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, I, Linux nobody is wants, not ready nobody yet. wants Linux to, is, Linux is another, I mean. I don't even care about Linux. I just want people to understand, people to, to finally accept the fact, right, that somebody, that, that, to see what is coming down the, the tunnel, right? I, I want people to understand that if we keep relying on Microsoft to deliver the PC platform, there will be no PC platform. <laughs> as soon as people understand that, if they want to accept that and say that's okay, that's different than not accepting the fact that no, Microsoft will destroy the PC in not a lot of years if you let them. Yeah. Trust me. If nobody does anything about this, Ten years from now, 
there will be no, you, it will be just a thing that's like, oh, you mean that thing that runs like, you know, plumbing inventory systems and stuff? Right. And stuff like that? Yeah, oh no, people, they don't use PCs. They use, they use stuff from like Apple and stuff. They use, you know, they use, they use Android. <laughs> they use Chromebooks, right? I mean, that's what they, they don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Windows on a, on a home computer? On a home computer. Is that a thing? <laughs> like, is that, you mean like not a tablet that you dock into like your TV? <laughs> so like, seriously. And, and the reason for that is like, is twofold. One, because they're just destroying the platform. I mean, Windows 8 is a yeah. disaster and you can't even ship for it. It's like, yeah. it's just a complete disaster. So forget about that, right? But the other reason is they're not doing anything exciting. You need, you need people to be shipping great things. Like, if it wasn't for fucking Steam and shit, if it wasn't for, like, people shipping games on the PC that people get excited about, like Dota or whatever the fuck, or League of Legends, things like this, there'd, there'd be no more... You wouldn't even have this right. fucking thing. There wouldn't be graphics cards that people buy for $800. You think that shit exists? If Microsoft hasn't sh shipped an exciting thing for PC in well, fucking 10 years. I don't think they need to ship the exciting thing, and I think they think they do. They need to enable it. Yes, is my point. they need to enable it, yes. and they don't. They, they, they do the they opposite. Need, they they right. handicap it. They need. They think they need to do the exciting thing, and they're not good at exciting. But they're good enablers, I think. They used just need, to be. Used to used be. To right. be. No, 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 no. Right. They yes. at one time were like, no, this is a platform that's yes. the best one to develop for. Yes. And they need to get back to the fact of we need to enable people instead of trying to do it ourselves because we end up with these stupid Windows 8 yeah. commercials. And but I guess my point is I think I think they jumped the shark. I think the shark has, has been jumped. I don't think there's any way I don't think there's any way that good people could go back there and do that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's possible anymore. Yeah. That ship has sailed. When you see decisions like the Microsoft Store, like the store, like the Windows Store apps, when you see decisions like that being made, you know the shark. It's the shark's jumped. It, yeah. it got jumped, right? right. So anyway, moving on from yep. the fact that Microsoft will destroy the entire PC industry if nobody does anything about it, <laughs> let's go to uh, Matthew Van Devender, who simply says, the inevitable virtual reality apocalypse. Okay. I feel like we covered this. Yeah. Can we just say that we covered this? Because we said you were arguing that everyone would end up just being sitting in their VR drooling all day. Well, and yeah. I said that's ridiculous. Well, what we should probably talk about, not today because we don't have enough time for okay. this, is the really interesting Rat Park. You want to talk story. about Rat Park? Okay. Yeah. Matthew, we will talk about that when we get to Rat Park. Yep. Stuart Harper, are any of the things that Google does an invasion of privacy and or, and slash or are such things illegal? All of the things they do are invasion of privacy. Yes. And no, we choose to use these shitty things every day, and because they're should, not illegal. Because yeah, they're yeah. not illegal, and we cho and we choose that. And I think a lot of times people aren't informed about that choice very well, which right. isn't illegal. It's just people are just want to use stuff. I don't really know. And but, so, so one thing uh, I guess what I would say about the legality or illegality of a lot of these things is that I feel like the perspective of most people uh, about legality and illegality of stuff like using the internet is very uninformed uh, from a legal perspective, actually, which I think is bad. Wait, are you and, saying... Okay, keep going. Okay, so the reason I say that is because uh, they take the approach. They, they believe that what the law is is a bunch of shit that got written down somewhere and that you go look at that and go, if nothing in here was violated then it's legal. And that's the extent to which the law is supposed to function. And they're like happy with that, right? So it's like, oh, you know, the privacy policy of Facebook said they could experiment on people, whatever, it's legal and whatever, right? 
that is a very myopic and not very constructive way of looking at the law in general. And the reason that I say that is because most things you do in life would not work at all if that was actually the way the law actually worked. The way the law is actually supposed to work is that all of your transactions are supposed to have sort of agreed upon common law things that happen, sort of implicit contracts in them that are established in law, and they're established in law because these are things that have existed for a long time. For example, if you go into the store and you buy a piece of gum, you did not have to sign a contract that says that that person is providing you with eight sticks of Wrigley gum and they will taste delicious right. and if they do not taste as delicious as the previous set of Wrigley spearmint gum then the store person will give you a refund equal to the amount of the gum that blah 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 right? right the reason that stuff doesn't happen is because it would be ridiculous if that is how transactions in daily life have to actually occur so instead we just have a set of implicit contract law that we all accept is what happens and it's all reasonable and fair and works in a reasonable way so that people can shop the only reason we don't have that for the internet and your cell phone and the other things is because they are new. And my opinion is that shit should be fucking taken care of, right? That shit should be in common law. There should be no such thing as a shrink rack EULA. That would be like if when you bought the fucking gum at the supermarket, they handed you a seven-page contract right. that you had to implicitly agree to by buying the gum. That doesn't make sense. It has never worked in society to have that be true. It should not work. And the reason for that is because contracts are business to business things. Contracts are things when you have lawyers involved. When lawyers aren't involved, they shouldn't be there. So I think this is a temporary anomaly. If we didn't have a bought and paid for a Congress, this shit would have been over a long time ago. Because really, it's not in the people's interest to not have common law deciding the internet. So are the things that Google does illegal? Absolutely. Are the things that Facebook d does illegal? Just wait 20 years. And oh, if our system returns to functioning properly the way it does, the common law will be absolutely all this shit is completely fucking illegal. Right. Okay. Sound good? Yep. Okay. Next. Next thing. Hamish Todd, what's the best thing to use uh, chicken stock for? What's chicken stock? Chicken stock is when you boil down a chicken carcass. Like ch skeleton soup? Yeah. So basically, uh, the reason this is the case is because I think at one point I posted something on Twitter about the fact that I was making chicken stock. Okay. I have two pro tips on chicken stock. All right. The first one is if you want to make good chicken stock, ignore absolutely everything you fucking read about making chicken stock. It is all 100% wrong. Okay. Period. All right. The way to make chicken stock is after you carve your chicken. So you go to the butcher, you buy a chicken. Make sure it's a good chicken. Get a real heritage chicken. They taste better. It's true. If okay. you buy the fucking shitty Purdue bullshit chicken at the store, it tastes like ass. That is just the way it goes. Okay. Buy a good heritage chicken at the store. It is worth the extra money. Take it home. When you carve your chicken, do the 10-piece cut like you normally would do. You cut your chicken into parts. You're ready to go. Take everything that is left of your chicken. Put it into the pot. Pour water in. That is all. No aromatics. Don't put celery in there. Don't put onion in there. Don't put all the shit they tell you to put in. Don't do it. Just cover it with water. Boil it for five hours at least. Boil it until there is no chicken left in the chicken pot. It basically fucking, you know, just turns the bone into broth, if that makes sense, okay. right? Add more water if you have to, but boil the living fucker chicken. This is the way, for example... There's no skeleton that comes out? Very little. You'd be surprised. It just Ugh. fucking dissolves that shit. You will be left with a delicious, super thick, super awesome chickeny broth. You pour that into a thing and you freeze it. You keep some in the fridge, some in the freezer, basically. 
That is now an awesome thing to use instead of, say, butter. Anytime you want to do something that you would have done with butter and you want some good, nice flavor in there, like if you're going to make couscous, you're going to make rice, something like that, dump some of this in there. It becomes a gelatin when it's in the fridge. It's like a solid. Uh. Scoop that out. Dump it in there. Absolutely delicious. Saves a lot of space. Tastes deliciously chickeny, and it doesn't waste all the money on the onions and the carrots and all the other shit that people tell you to make chicken stock out of. So don't do it. Okay. What to use it on? Stuff like that. Anytime you would have used butter, you can totally use this, and it's great. That's what I have found to do with chicken stock. Saves you a ton of money and is absolutely delicious. Next. Next thing. Marco Mustapik says, launch codes for the U.S. nuclear weapons being set to all, all the zeros. zero. Right, yeah. I don't know very much about this story. I think you read it. Yeah, what I, do you think I, I about had that? read it. Uh, I think the funny thing about it wasn't that they're all zeros, because apparently most hotel safes are also the code that the okay. hotel uses to okay. get into them when the person okay. forgets the code right. is all zeros okay. as okay. well. All right. Um, really? Yes. Huh. But that, it awesome. was like a long time. I don't remember how many years, but it right. was decades that they were set to zero. It was probably zero, 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 zero years. <laughs> right. And I feel like that's probably wasn't the safest thing. Yeah. But also, people couldn't program their VCRs for a good decade right, either, exactly. and now they just figure it out for right. you. So one would hope that that's better, but it's probably not. My feeling on that is it's nuclear weapons, people. If the problem is that you think the launch codes are the, yeah. the launch codes are the primary thing that's yeah. the problem, like how about the fact that our presidents are fucking lunatics all the time and right. they can launch them with the code? They have the code. The people right. who have the codes are more dangerous than people who don't have the codes most of the time. What I would like, what I would like to see is the point in the movie, the really t intense point where oh, you're like zero, they break zero, open the code zero, and he's zero, like, zero, yeah. read back your code. Code, sir. Zero, 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 zero. Zero, zero, right. zero. And right. then, vice president, your code. Open the yeah, key. Yeah. And he cracks it open. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Zero, zero, zero. zero. <laughs> and then they're like, they're like, hey, yeah, guys, are all the are all the all keys the, all zero? zero? Did you did anyone know that the codes were all zeros? And they're like, uh, so yeah, I this was in a, it was in a memo. Right. I mean, we buried it on page one seventy because we were a little embarrassed about it. So we never really got the encryption thing working exactly the way that we had hoped. Well, that listen, it would. we were gonna do it, but yeah. then we printed all these. Yeah. Sealed envelopes. Yeah. And they you cost know, a lot of money. Appropriations. Of money. I don't there know. There was if a you've thing. Seen that. So it's all You say zeros. they're really cool when you break yeah. them open, right? Yeah. We opened a lot of them because yeah. we knew they were all oh, zeros, zeros. So we yeah. tried yeah. it. Yeah. It was pretty We fun. took them home for the kids yeah. and they were like, oh, they're all zeros. And we go, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're fake, but yeah. they're not. But they're right. fake. Exactly. <sighs> Kidding. Don't And go. no one would ever guess all yeah, zeros. That's all right. So here's the thing that I find kind of interesting. I also would imagine that it would be like 1979 level microwave technology where it's like not one touch. It's not one touch. It's like a crazy like latchet, timer, 10, heat level, 55, fan level, and you have to set 10 things. So. It probably isn't the fact that the code was zero zeros. It was so janktastic to start it. And every time you do it wrong, it resets back to the initial part. That even if you have the code, yeah. it'd be so frustrating. Well, the primary thing oh! is... Oh! 
Damn it! So here's the thing I'm worried about is like if it's a good thing we never really launched a nuclear weapon at somebody that required one of these codes. I'm assuming the test ones didn't require the codes because if we did, anyone could just go in there and look at the keypad and all of them are dusty except the, <laughs> the zero, zero, which has like it's totally <laughs> worn out and you're like, well, we know what the code is now, right? It's like you don't even have to guess the order. You're just like zero, 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 the lot. And the thing just like launches into the air and you're like, I guess we got it. Well, Mr. President, here's the situation. The pads with nine numbers are really expensive. Right. Right, right, so yeah, we yeah. just – it's really yeah. the number – everyone right. has a different length of zeros. Right. Oh, so oh, right. Really, oh right. so there is a code. There is a code. The code is the number of You just don't get it. Yeah, Marco, we never got around to using Marco. it. Zeros is totally secure because you still have to guess the number of zeros. Right, right. You can encode any number in that yeah, number. that's exactly. So. But it's a one-bit system. It's yeah, like it whether, takes a long whether there time. is a bit or not is and how you encode things. Yeah, all right. So, um, well, I don't mean one bit. It's a unary. Yeah. I'm trying. To, it's a unary encoding. We yeah. have one thing we can encode. So we just have to encode the number of them that there mm-hmm. are. Base one, <laughs> if you will. Uh, so, I had a thing I wanted to mention about nuclear weapons that I thought was kind of interesting these days, which I don't hear mentioned very often. But like, it's kind of interesting. Like, I don't think nuclear weapons are really as concerning as people make them out to be, and probably never re- actually have been. And the reason that I think that is because it seems to me that, like, armed conflict nowadays is this weird thing that people just do. Like, it's clear to me now that when two countries engage in warfare, it's not about doing the most damage somehow. Because they all have... Mass like there's countries with nuclear weapons, then they never fire them. They've got tons more ammunition than they actually are expending. There's all these weird things like war has become this thing that you do, and it's somehow they're like we just want the right amount of inhumanity, yeah. but not too much. It's really fucked up when you think about it in well, your it's, head. It's, it's really more, disturbing. It's it's more wars of public opinion yes with it, it's sometimes in their own country sometimes in the strange. world yes but it's 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 done for strategic reasons that aren't necessarily deaths yes the deaths are side effects of what it takes it's to get opinion disturbing. to get pulled the right way i think like my understanding of war has been drastically changed uh based on sort of like just seeing more history stuff, more a- accurate histories, and more uh, stuff about like the modern age where we have so much weaponry that could be deployed at any time right. and isn't, even when you have a quote-unquote armed conflict, right? right? And it's so interesting to see, especially I like that's one of I... the most telling things that, that <clears throat> recently that I uh, was reading about was the thing where they were talking about how like the safest place for Jews in World War II in the, in the dangerous countries was in Germany because it didn't have its political structure destroyed. Like, Jews that remained in Germany were way safer than the ones that flee? Uh, who were exported or who were in countries who had their governments destroyed. Because the red tape in Germany was still operating in this sort of half-assed way that meant that the amount of time it took them to actually get someone basically, like, sent to their death, if you will, was way higher than when they'd go to some place, like, in the middle of, like, you know, a a sort of a, a, a border zone, like, between... You know, so, somewhere in the Eastern Europe, where there's just no functioning government at all anymore because the government had been destroyed, they just mow people down with machines. They just like they'd shoot everyone in a. Vi- they'd just walk in, shoot everyone in a village, and everyone was dead, right? And so it was this weird thing of like going, "Holy shit!" Like, no, no, no. We don't. 
the whole mass atrocities thing, like, I have not been understanding it correctly. Like, it's, it is way more fucked up than we think it is. It's way, way different than we think it is. And, like, there's these really complex human psychological things that happen. It's one of those things, yeah. too, where you start to well, appreciate... I you. I appreciated bureaucracy so much more after reading about actually the things that happened in the Holocaust. I was like... Red tape is one of the things that saves us from atrocities. It's really weird. Right. Like it's really disturbing when or you actually start to read it. It's yeah. it's, it's the thing cuz like it's like it's almost like the wolf is always at the door. There's always someone who wants to exterminate somebody. There's always this like this human thing of like these the sort of this bad element in the human psyche that there will be these people who want to eliminate, who want to murder, who want to do these things and it's almost like states are sort of this thing that we've developed to stop those people from doing it. It's really weird. Mm. It's, it's kind of odd because you think of it the other way around and it really isn't. It's almost, you think of states as being the thing that allows those people to do it, but in actuality, it's the opposite. It's the breakdown of states that do, and it's fucked up. Yeah. It's really, really fucked up. And so, yeah. Point being, that's a topic for a longer podcast because it's like, it's such a complex and nuanced subject, but it's really disturbing because it means things are so much less simple than we think they are when it comes to killing. Right. right. It's really scary. Well, I think that's also why people, why governments fear terrorism so much is because they're not playing the, in this kind of theater of war. Yes. They don't play, they're not public opinion based. They're in, they're, they're way, the way they wage that war is very different. So it's like, it's not asymmetrical in in the sense of death. It's asymmetrical in the sense of what the what the what the they're like. We can't respond in the way that we'd like to respond because it would not look good. Whereas you don't care about what it looks like, so it's. I feel like there's this frustrating part of fighting terrorism that has nothing to do with like the deaths involved. It's just like. Wait, this you're not you're not you're not killing people fair. You're like if you killed people the fair way, like everybody else kills people, then we'd uh. be fine. It's just a weird thing to think about the sense of why people, what people are comfortable with, right? In terms of like, I don't I don't know I don't think that's true. So I'm gonna have to disagree. With yeah. You there. Well, let's save it. Let's do the whole podcast on that. Okay. Yeah. You want to do a whole podcast on that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. You want it? You got want to get one last one? One last one. Uh, How, so or is our is our file going to be nice and tidy? It's not going to be nice and tidy, but it's going to be tidier. Okay. Um. So, uh, Doctor Lasagna asked why I don't carry a smartphone anymore. Doctor Lasagna. Yeah, that's what it said. Doctor Lasagna asked. The reason that I don't carry a cell phone anymore <laughs> is because I feel like, and I feel like, uh, there's no hard evidence way that I can prove this or not prove this. A smartphone. A smartphone. Yeah. Because uh, I do still have a cell phone. It's mm -hmm. like an old. It, it, I think it technically can connect to the internet using WAP, yeah. the old wireless. I've never actually tried to make that happen, <laughs> but like it, it's so that's way. But it cannot browse the web. It could right. not read Twitter, for example. It right. can't do anything that you would want to do with it. Um, the reason I don't carry it is because I found that having a smartphone just invaded my mental space too much, and I did less time thinking about things and more time reading new things. Mm -hmm. And I find that that's just not that productive because yep. there, I feel like probably an hour or two a day reading the internet would be all I would really need to do most of the essential communication that I need to actually do and to read most of the things that I actually need to read these days uh, versus the amount that I actually need to do mm -hmm. work-wise or think about new things. And so I really wanted it to be the case that when I, for example, went out to eat even by myself, you know, when I went to eat by myself, like I just go to, to lunch or something, 
I want to just sit there and think. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be yep. consuming things all the time. So getting rid of a smartphone was the way to make that happen. And I have been much happier since I got rid of it. I, yep. can't, I can only say good things about getting rid of a, a smartphone. If you're not an introspective person and you don't like thinking about things, it won't apply to you. Yep. Smartphone's probably great found- because you need that, uh, that distraction. But I like to think about things and I feel like it's productive when I do. And so that's how I got that yep. back. I, 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 I got rid of mine for a year and a half. And just walking around feels better. Like it just, it, yeah. it but just. But then you're off better. the wagon. You're off the wagon right now. Well, the big thing for me is I have to have maps in New York because I don't know where anything is in New York. And yeah. if I could get a phone that was maps and phone and nothing else, and that's why I, I uninstalled all the crap. Okay. Um, then it's good. <clears throat> but you still like if it's there, you will find yourself on exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's it. hard to get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Is that it? You want to do one more? One more. Jesus, you keep egging me on. You say one yeah. more. But then when I do one more, you say one, one more. more. Keep right? going. Um, well, all right, all right, okay. I'm trying to think of which ones here are, are not... Uh, are tidy. Uh, so how about we... Oh, uh, so Pablo, Pablo Zarita asked, why did Jeff Rage quit Twitter? Oh, that's a huge topic. That's huge, okay. I will just say, right. I will say simply this. 90% of what I get out of Twitter is this... Is the quippy, it, it like, okay, you go on, you get your feed, and it's a whole bunch of people that you follow. Most of the people are retweeting the same stuff. Okay. The other big chunk of it is little quips about those things. So, like, okay. hey, I post this, and someone posts, like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yep. And it's like, not, there's no information given there. Right. And one in 10 of those like one M- in 10 of yeah. those will insult you accidentally it's like if mst3k was like a, the the whole theater was doing it basically yeah. and so i just found i'd wake up in the morning and get angry at some someone i knew and be like that's what the block button's for bitch how many times yeah, i got to tell I you this i told you i blocked block a button. lot I blocked of people someone today it was great i block a lot of people and then I will say just re- removing it completely is just better. And also, right. I still read... I haven't tried it. Maybe I right. still read you, Sean, and Fabian. And so I get things that are like, hey, if everybody's talking about a particular subject, I still see those. I see. And even then, not having a Twitter account, it's easier to read Twitter when you don't. Like, the I interface see. is better because I see, I just go on, I see, right. scroll down, boom, done. All right. The, and that's All right. nice. All right. So that's why. And there's a more complicated stuff, but uh, it is like the smartphone. I just mentally find myself better at 930 in the morning not being angry at something stupid somebody said okay. to be a psychologically better place to be. Interesting. That's a good point. Yep. I'll have to consider it. Yeah. Is that it? Yep, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another episode Whew! of the Jeff and Casey Show. We hope we have gotten through a fair number of topics in the topics file i know that it'll probably be at least like half the size now awesome. which is pretty good but yeah. it still be a lot of stuff in there hopefully we will get yes. some more you of give it. us more topics next time a podcast at jeff and show. Yes, if you would like to refill it up again That's podcast right. at jeff and show.com and we will see you next week thanks everybody